is time for Around the 412 with Smitty and Tyler. Welcome back to another episode of Around the 412. I am Tyler. With me, as always, is my co-host, Smitty. Be sure to go follow us on all of our socials at Around the 412. And while you're there, go check out the pin tweet on X and also check out some of the links that we have in the description of each of these shows on the listening platform and on the YouTube. We've got year six of Rocket Around the 412 GoFundMe in the description. Over the past five years, we've been able to raise over $25,000 with the help of everybody that's been able to donate to provide children christmas in our local 724 and 412 area codes as well as partnering with the east rochester salvation army and adopting kids off of their angel tree which we did last year we're going to continue to do that this year so go check out the gofundme donate if you can and please share it if you cannot donate at the very least we want to try to get as many eyes on it as we can before christmas we're going to stop this a couple weeks before christmas so we're basically like two months away from from whenever this is stopping less than two months away so we want to still be able to push it as much as we can also, we've got the Everything Custom Designs links, our friends Haley Ragner's small business. Um, we've got a Facebook link and an Etsy link. You can get customized clothing, not just sports clothing, but basically whatever you want. I know my mom has got some clothing from her. Smitty's got some clothing from her. She did recently did some uh, customized trick-or-treat bags for Halloween. Unfortunately, you can't get those. Maybe you can get them a year early if you want them for 2024. But possibly you can get a kitchen apron for Thanksgiving time or maybe some like Christmas styled clothing or pajamas or maybe even a Santa hat. We haven't really confirmed if that's a possibility. But one thing that is not a possibility that we have confirmed is that thing right there on Smitty's head. You cannot get a normal hat. But go check her out anyway. She makes some great clothing. Links for the Facebook and the Etsy are also in the description for the show. If you want a hat like this. Pittsburgh Clothing Company, those guys are also awesome. So shout out to them. You can head over there and get this exact same hat, actually. Snapback, flex fit, whatever you're feeling. Also, um, this is our third episode this week, which is the first time in like three weeks or four yeah. weeks that we've had a, a third episode. Because let's just be completely honest. Anybody who's been following the show for a long time knows that we like the Pirates. We we like talking about the Pirates. Well, sometimes. And it is it is hard, and we we really value the people that talk about the Pirates and baseball 24-7 all year round. We mm-hmm. can't do it. So unless there's absolutely something to talk about, we're not going to do it. So we're not going to bore you through YouTube videos and podcasts of us just coming up with ideas that we're just being honest. We don't want to talk about anyway. So yeah. this is our first video in a while because we're actually going to have something to talk about. But just so you guys know – Moving forward until we get probably at least till January, I would expect not really many Pirates videos unless there is news to talk about. Yeah, I felt inspired. And uh, well, to your point, you know, Pirates shows, I was on Gary and Jim's Pirates fan forum not that long ago. Those guys do great work. Uh, Donardo, Jim and Tyler with North Shore 9. Um, Ethan does Locked On Pirates. You know, those people obviously putting out as much content as they do about the Pirates. I have a ton of respect for So go check out their channels. And also, to be quite honest with you, I don't, I don't think I'm like, I don't think I'm a full on casual because I pay attention the entire season. But in terms of like even knowledge of the sport, I would say baseball is where I am a bit deficient in as opposed to hockey and football i just think there's there's so many intricacies in in baseball and i think a lot of that is about you know the payroll discrepancies how many underlying numbers there are like the way that analytics have been just ever just continuing to evolutionize and become a bigger and bigger part of the sport it's a lot to keep up with man and so while i root Mm -hmm. for the pirates i do think that there are people that are well ahead of me i'm also rocking a roberto clemente shirt right now um 
from my people over at Game Changers. So check them out. So I felt inspired, though, to do a pirate show this week. Reason being, the Arizona Diamondbacks are in the World Series. They clinched a spot, winning the NL over the Philadelphia Phillies in Game 7. Uh, at the time of recording this last night, but now talking about it when this comes out, it's been a couple days. Anyway, the Diamondbacks won 84 games this year in the regular season. Didn't win their division, got in as a wild card, and have now gone on a great postseason run. When you looked at the Diamondbacks, when you looked at the Pirates, and this is thinking about what the Pirates could be next year, I wanted to have a discussion on here because in your mind, is there any shot that the Pirates can do what the Diamondbacks did this year? And I'm not saying necessarily in 2024, but just becoming something basically out of nothing. Nobody was given the Diamondbacks a shot this year. I think most people would have had them penciled in as like fourth at best in that division. Here they are. I'll say yes, just because it's obviously not impossible. So that, that may be a little bit of a cop-out answer. But <laughs> I, I do think that there's a, there is a possibility that that could happen with the Pirates. I'm not saying that it's going to happen next season, like you said. But the the thing is, and this happens with the Diamondbacks, and it's happened with several other teams that have been in the similar scenarios of the Diamondbacks and even even like the Pirates in their early stages of like the 2012-13 era where they put everything together. But it was everything has to go perfect in order for that yeah. to happen with the Pirates. Everything would have to go perfect because we, we kind of talked about where actually going to the World Series, Austin Hedges. On, on the on the Texas Rangers, he is someone that a a bigger ball club or a better ball club can afford to have in their lineup because they can hide him easily. Yeah, when you get Jonah Heim, who might win Silver Slugger and Gold, like yeah, he plays every day. Like yeah, yeah absolutely. So he's easier to hide on a roster like that. On a roster like the Pirates, where you're hoping that half of your lineup can be productive. You, you, you can't play him every day, or at least you can't play him every day and expect to get to a place like the Diamondbacks did. So you're talking that you would have to have Hayes, Reynolds. I don't even throw like McCutcheon in there because he's probably going to be DHing a lot next year. Um, you, would, you would have to have not only all your, all your stars play at a high level consistently throughout the, the entire course of the regular season, but you're also going to have to got, have guys that are batting in the six, seven, and the eight slot. You have to have those guys contributing as well. It can't just be the top end of, of your lineup. You would have to get the total package in order to be able to replicate what the Diamondbacks did from a Pirates perspective, and that's just talking about the batting. When you talk about the pitching, mm-hmm. I think that's that's the p- yeah. part that's probably even harder from a Pirates perspective to get to where the Diamondbacks are because they don't have the rotational arms. And I think while they have some good bullpen arms, I don't think they have enough bullpen arms to be able to put themselves into that position. So what, while the answer is yes, it is possible, pretty much everything has to go perfect for the Pirates. Yeah. So what this goes to show, though, right, is we've talked a lot about like the you know payroll discrepancies, the financial aspect of baseball, stuff like that. The Diamondbacks, obviously higher than the Pirates, but they're not in a in a big market like from or that mid-mark- mid market team. Yeah. I, I, let me let me actually be able to put a number on this. Let me see what their 2023 payroll was, because I it's not obviously within the upper echelon, but I'm wondering exactly where it is. Um, I mean, would you put them in the same? Same likes of like a St. Louis. I would say St. Louis spends more. 
The Diamondbacks yeah. payroll sixty million this season. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's 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 a little less than St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when you got, have guys like Corbin Carroll, obviously, who is you know him, Tatel Marte is is the one guy I think um, is really the straw that stirs that drink. Besides Corbin Carroll. I don't think he's ever gotten enough credit up to this point for being as good of a player he is now, but I think he's starting to get that recognition. Um, but like you go up and down that lineup, and it's not like from a talent perspective, I almost feel like the Pirates could be there from a talent perspective, at least you know one through nine. Now again, are they going to get the pitching? That's going to be the question. But just looking at the payroll, does the fact that a team that has a $60 million payroll does that play into your mind at all in terms of can the Pirates get there? Yeah, it does. I mean, the, the Pirates should be able to win with the even despite their payroll in equivalence to some of these higher teams. Like when you have a team like uh, the Mets spending like 300 something million this year and mm-hmm. not winning at all, that doesn't mean anything to them. But they don't have to compete with someone like that. Like I, and there's examples of teams being able to to do something with limited payroll. Like I look at the Tampa Bay Rays. Obviously, they, they didn't make a deep postseason run, but consistently that team is a team that is competing and making the postseason, whether it's a wild card or whether they're they are actually like competing for their division title. It it is something that is clear cut. Like you can look at the Rays and look at their system, and it's like, how are they able to do that? And a team like the Pirates can't even do it even remotely a little bit in a similar way. The Rays have yeah, well, n- no market in Tampa. Th- there's no. none. And they're still able to use a small enough payroll but squeeze every ounce of talent that you can get out of that lineup. I think that – so the, the thing with payroll to me is it, it's not the end be all, obviously. It allows you to make mistakes. When you are the Rays and you're you've done this for so long and you've been in the position they have now, they obviously haven't, you know, gotten the fruits of the labor in terms of a World Series for it, but they're constantly in the mix. They scout and develop as well as anybody, and they make smart moves. They find guys that are undervalued in other places and find a way to to get the most out of them. Trade away Chris Archer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so that's why I think the opportunity is certainly there for the Pirates, but they need to be better at this than everybody else in terms of the scouting and development. And do you trust the people that are in here in place right now to do those types of things? That that's the question because I think the way that the Diamondbacks have done this seemingly out of nowhere, I certainly wouldn't have predicted it. Um, and I'm, who's going to, is there going to be, it's not like that team is there literally every single year. You know, it's not like there's a diamondbacks team that pops up every single year like this, but I think it is encouraging that we're seeing that there is some parity there to be had. I, I think that the, the window is open for something like this to happen. And we've seen it happen with a, you know, a team that doesn't have much of a payroll when the pirates absolutely 100% certainly could be at in the $60 million ballpark. So, um, all this to say that I think the payroll provides flexibility. And if you are a team that doesn't, you know, spend upwards of a hundred million dollars, that just means you got to be better on the draft and development side of things. So hopefully the pirates are there, you know, we, we don't, they've obviously been picking at the top for a while now, and we're starting to see these guys come up. Is it going to lead to anything? 
I think time will tell sooner rather than later because I feel like they're about to enter that window. Well, and that's why you hope like a guy like Paul Skeens can come up next year mm-hmm. and provide a shot in the arm right away at the MLB level. Um, and, and same yeah, can thing. Can he be like a, a Brandon Fought that just you know started for the Diamondbacks in Game Seven? Like if he can, be you that hope. Type of guy, I mean, you yeah. hope. We we talked. We joked about how Paul Skeens probably could have come up at the MLB level right away and probably pitched better than a lot of the Pirates the Pirates pitchers that they had throughout the rest of this this 2023 season. I I think that and that's what we've touched on whenever the Pirates season was wrapping up too is that to go along with. Uh, not only does everything have to go perfect in the scouting department, drafting department, like even guys that they're going to bring in a free agency, like they have to hit on like every mm-hmm. single person. When you were a team like the pirates has to hit in order to be able to be a diamondbacks or to be a Tampa Bay rays, you have to be able to not only develop, but also find the talent and use your budget accordingly in the off season smartly like in and maybe this is for lack of a better term you have to moneyball it like you have to be able to to not only find the guys in the offseason but they have to perform that well there's not a movie made if the moneyball pitch didn't work if my if, if that t- 2001 a's team if that didn't work out for for uh B- billy bean there's no movie there's there's no 20 game win streak Everybody had to do their part on the field, just like the people in the front office had to do it off the field. So, yes, it's possible. Yes, they could be a team like that. Everything, everything has to go perfect. You know, the Diamondbacks even have Evan Longoria on the roster. Maybe Andrew McCutcheon's the Evan Longoria in this situation. I, I think he, like we, we have talked about it several times that Andrew McCutcheon is just as valuable off the field to this team this clubhouse that he is on the field even more so at times like obviously from a fielding perspective he's definitely more valuable off the field as a leader than he is what what he can provide at this stage in his career on the field but I just think that when you have the team that the Pirates do relatively young I mean Brian Reynolds is turning into one of your most like tenured players and he's only been around since realistically like 2019 so you you you've got some guys that are that are very young and you have a clubhouse that's very young in terms of how long they've been in Pittsburgh not everybody's like young age wise but you have a guy that's been there and done that for this organization they he's seen what can happen when you have a small market team be able to put it all together because that's what happened in 2013 to 15 so to be yeah. able to have a guy like that to know what to what it takes to get to that point that's very valuable to a clubhouse. So yeah, I mean that could be like the Pirates, Evan Longoria, in looking, the sense of the Diamondbacks. Yeah, looking for parallels here. Yeah, we're going to need Mitch Keller to be like Zach Gallen. I mean Merrill Kelly's really really good as a pitcher too. I don't know who's going to be that for the Pirates. The, the pitching is to me where where it comes into play. Like where are the Pirates going to find the arms to be able to replicate that success? But Oviedo uh, is going to turn all of his good starts into an entire season. That's where it's going to come from for for one of the pitchers. Would obviously be a massive thing to happen for the 2024 pirates if that is the case and also you're probably talking about like an all-star potential Cy Young candidate if that's the case because the his good starts were always really good so yeah. it's just about finding the consistency this was a pretty good discussion it went a little bit longer than I expected it to I thought it might end up being more of a YouTube video than a podcast but we got within that you know 15 to 20 minute a range, quick hitter so. ride yeah. to work you know mm-hmm 
little uh, nice commute for anybody. Maybe if you're going from like uh, Manaka to like Ambridge, I don't know. Maybe Something if you're like going, that. maybe if you're going from like Center Township to Keeks Barbershop, where you're going to drop you, off some gifts for yeah, for rock around <laughs> the pole too. If you're Tyler, maybe you're driving from downtown Pittsburgh to Manaka. You never know. There's a uh, world of possibilities where you could be driving. Um, um, anyways, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Around the Four and Two Pirates Show. Again, as Tyler mentioned, don't know that we're going to be doing these every week, but uh, if there is something to talk about, we certainly will pop in and put out some Pirates content for you guys. Uh, check out the description of the show, whether you are watching or listening somewhere else. We did year six of rocking around the 412 going on. We've raised over $25,000 in the first five years of doing so, and every single penny that is donated goes directly to providing kids in the area and of the 724 and 412 area specifically the Christmas that Tyler and I always had growing up and we want to be able to provide for as many kids as possible for donating at least $10 you'll be eligible to win different prizes including penguin tickets and Eric Carlson jersey a Joey Porter Jr. jersey there's gonna be other stuff on the way as well we'll incorporate some pirate stuff it's the pirate show we do pirates content there will definitely be pirate stuff involved in some form or fashion with the prizes that we do also last year and going forward partnering up with the East Rochester Salvation Army. They do their angel tree at Christmas time. And we started doing that in the name of our late friend, Dalton Keene, his girlfriend, Kaylee, their daughter, Isla, have been involved with the mission since last year and will continue to do so. So really excited about that aspect of things. And then our friend, Haley Wagner, everything custom designs. She'll be called everything besides hat custom designs. Um, she can do t-shirts, hoodies, sweats, a lot of different things, just not these bad boys. You have to go to Pittsburgh Clothing Company uh, to get one like this. But she does a lot of really cool stuff. So go check that out. Her Facebook and Etsy are both below for Tyler, for Smitty. This has been the Around the 412 Pirates Show. Go check out another video popping up on the screen right now, and we will see you guys next week, actually, because we're done with recording for the week. So, deuces. 